0: Welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd, Conversations with Coach. I'm Bob Stoops. I'm taking time to talk with my friends and colleagues in the sports world to get caught up and share some stories. My guest today, Joel Klatt, Fox Sports analyst and uh, color commentator with Gus Johnson. Let's start there, Joel. What's it like working with Gus, one of my favorite guys in the world, and, and love listening to you guys.
1: Working with Gus is probably like, like working with or coaching some of your most talented athletes that you've ever been around. You know, like they that it's there's never a dull moment with Gus. Um, He's I tell you what I love about it is that he's got such amazing energy for the sport and for the kids that play it. I think that you guys, I'm sure, saw that and have heard that throughout the years. I always think about Hollywood Brown at Oklahoma and just his call of, of of Hollywood, but that's the thing that I think I love most about it, Coach, is that he has a genuine passion for the kids that are playing the game, and he wants to elevate them and he wants to make them stars and and for that, like y- you can't ask any anything else if you're a partner with somebody because I love the sport as well, and I care about the the people that are participating in it. And this is a guy that does the same. And so it's it's an amazing deal. And last thing I'll I'll say is like I even get caught up in his calls in the booth. (laughs) The hair on my arms start to raise a little bit. And, you know, when he goes to that moment and I can see it and I can see it, you know, building through the play and I know where he's going, I'm like a kid in the candy store and I'm like you sitting on the couch listening to these amazing calls, thinking to myself, like, man, he just making makes the game so much better.
0: You guys are incredibly entertaining to listen to, and uh, I'm with you. Uh, Gus gets me fired up as well. But, Joel, uh, three-year starter at Colorado. We'll get to Colorado in a minute, but uh, 2002 to 2005. But ahead of that, you were in the minor leagues as a professional baseball player. Talk to us about that.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I tell you what. That seems like a lifetime ago, but, uh, Coach, I I will tell you, like, there's – there's no way, and I'm sure you, you know what I'm about to talk about because you see this process and have seen this process with young men for a long time. You know, when I first came out of high school, I didn't know what I was doing. And, and I had to learn and had to grow up. And it just so happened that I had to grow up without a real safety net. You know, I was a pro all of a sudden. And I went into minor league baseball and I thought I was going to be able to succeed. And for the first time in my life as an athlete, I wasn't succeeding you know, and I'm sure you see this with highly recruited players. They come in and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not the best player anymore. That was really hard, you know, for me. And I, I, w- I will tell you that it didn't go well. I didn't react well. I made really poor life decisions. I was in some wild scenarios. I'll tell you a, like a quick story. So I'm in playing in Idaho Falls in the Pioneer League. And we played every single day. You know, because those owners, they just they just want to fill those stadiums up as sure. much as they can. And and they don't play getaway days like at 3 p.m. So the, the last game of the series is 7 p.m. And the bus driver is supposed to sleep all day. And then we play the game and he drives us home all night. And so every three days you spend the night on the bus. Right. And yeah, and we're in Casper, Wyoming, coach. And we're going to drive over the Teton Mountains to go back to Idaho Falls, Idaho, which is where our hometown was. And in the second inning, we're sitting in the dugout and we look over and I'm like, hey, isn't that our bus driver having a Miller light in the second row? And all of us are like, yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, God is my witness, coach, that night at about 3 a.m. We're driving through the switchbacks of the Tetons and our bus driver. And it was a manual bus, like an old rounded back, you know, like, no, 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 You know, he's shifting gears. We just had like bad pizza for, for a meal. He pulls over onto the gravel. I think to myself, like, we're going over the cliff. Like this is and he stops and takes a nap for an hour just in the Teton Mountains on the bus. And I thought to myself, like, man, this has got to stop. I got to go get an education. But I'll just say, like, if I wouldn't have gone through those experiences and learned and failed and learned from them, there's no way I would have had any success whatsoever after that, you know, in football or really in life. I learned so much through that process, and I'm really thankful for it, even though looking back, it was it was kind of a failure.
0: Outside of your bus driver, who else was a, one of your biggest influences in, you know, in in getting your career going and in doing what you're doing today?
1: Yeah, good good question. The first one is my dad, and that's an obvious one, right? You know, but but then there's two others, really really three. I want to mention, and you know, two of them really well, Gary Barnett, my head coach, yeah. and and my offensive coordinator, Sean Watson. Those guys were instrumental in. You know what I I think back now and they were so fair. I was just a walk on, you know, and and I wasn't recruited by Colorado before I went to play baseball. I wasn't recruited by any you know power five I didn't schools. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was just a, a regular walk on, and they were really fair with me, you know, and and saw what I was doing on the field as compared to the other guys, and gave me chances. And every time we were in a scrimmage situation, I would, I would play well. And they taught the game really well. Sean Watson taught me the game. It's why, I have, it's why I'm good at this job, actually, is the way that he taught me the game. Because he, yep. he didn't tell me just what was going on, Coach. He taught me why, always. There was not right. just the what, but there was always the why. And so those two are, are instrumental. And then there's, there's a couple of guys in the broadcasting world. But namely, there's a guy named Ken Miller. Ken Miller was an executive at Fox Sports Rocky Mountain. And he's the one that offered me, you know, my first high school football game. And I was just going to be an investment banker and go into life and, and try to raise a family and maybe coach someday in the future. And he, he said, hey, come do this high school football game. I told him no three times. He then finally got me to do it. And then he was like, you need to do more of that. You were pretty good at it. Yeah. And he just started giving me jobs, to be honest with you, and sending my tape to other people around the country and eventually that led to Eric Shanks, our president at Fox, seeing a game I was doing. It was a Kansas State-Texas Tech game on the regional. Do you remember the old regional package when Fox Sports Southwest would yeah. do Big 12 games? Oh, yeah. I was doing some of those games, and Eric Shanks saw me do one of those games, and and kind of the rest is
0: history. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, other than Cordell Stewart, Stewart, you only three-time uh, – three-year starter at quarterback at Colorado. And before we get to Colorado, last, tell a quick story about the 2004 Big 12 championship game. You're going out for the coin toss yeah, against you, OU in you Kansas love City. Story. And you're the one who told it. I didn't realize Dan said anything, but tell everyone about being out at the coin toss ahead of the Big 12 championship game our 2004 year.
1: So, so first of all, we backed into that game, you know, like. I think it was Iowa State lost the last week and and like to Kansas or something like they shouldn't have lost the game. And so all of a right. sudden we're in the game. And you guys, for context, and I know most of the people listening will remember, in 03 had lost the Big Twelve Championship game as an undefeated. Mm-hmm. And now you're back as an undefeated okay. and thoroughly motivated. Adrian was your running back, Jason White's your quarterback. You guys were loaded. I mean loaded was one of the best teams I've ever seen or faced and so watching film that week I was like oh man I was like I don't I don't know if we got this you know and I walk out to the coin flip coach and it was cold Arrowhead Stadium yeah and and I mean it was cold and Dan Cody walks out and he just had Vaseline rubbed all over his arms, you know? And I was like,
0: geez, Wait, I was like, our nickname for him was Danimal. <laughs> That's exactly what he looked like. That's exactly what he looked like. oh yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I was like, I know he looked impressive on film, but like, this is, you know, and I'm not impressive physically, you know? And so we go to shake hands before the ki- coin flip and he grabs my hand and he he looks at me and he goes stay safe and i was like stay safe i was like hey man relax like you guys probably going to win this game sure enough coach first third down he hit me drove me into that green dirt cuz they just painted the dirt there was no right. grass on that field exactly. he drove me into the green dirt and he's like i'm gonna be here all night and my face was mashed up and i was like i was like me too <laughs>
0: All right, um, Last right, we, we got to let you go. you got, you got your Fox broadcast at uh, Colorado again this week, right?
1: Well, I've got to go to Champaign, oh, we'll Illinois, so I've got Penn State, but the kickoff show is going back yeah. to Colorado. I've done them okay. now opening
0: two weeks. Let's, let's talk about your Buffaloes. You, you've yeah. got to be being an alum. You've got to be excited, proud of what Coach Prime and what they're doing there. I've been really impressed with the coaching across yeah. the board.
1: Yeah, that's I think that's what, you know, when I talk with anybody in your line of work, that's immediately what we start talking about is how impressed we are with things like their operation, how clean and efficient they look on offense. It's as if these guys are, you know, 10 guys that played last year that came back in the same offense. That's kind of how they look. But it's a brand new team. They came from everywhere and it's a brand new coaching staff. So, you know, what what Dion has done to build a staff that is this good. And then credit to Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator and Charles Kelly, the defensive coordinator. But I will tell you like it, it's been, let me just put my alum hat on for a moment. I didn't think Colorado would do this ever again, you know, and, and play at this level again, because as you know, it's really hard. Once you hit those bottom and bottom out as a program and they had, it's, really hard to bounce back unless you have a lot of money and a natural recruiting base. And Colorado has neither of those. And so for him to come in, and I was a little involved on 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 the coaching search, and my argument for him was we need exposure and energy which he's going to deliver right away, make us rel- uh, relevant immediately. And then we need a recruiting base, and we can't change our geography. So we need to bring in somebody that is his own gravitational pull in recruiting. And that's exactly what Dion is. So as you know, you you either need a great natural recruiting base or you need a dynamic staff slash head coach that's going to draw players to you or a big brand. And he's certainly that. So I didn't think I would ever see this again at Colorado. I love seeing it. I, I will tell you, like, this is a really good football team. They're deficient on some areas. They're not going to win the Pac-12 this year. Don't tell him that. He'll put it up on video all over the facility (laughs) as motivation. But um, their offensive line is not quite where it's going to need to be. But their skill position players, Coach, are
0: as good as anybody in the country. From what I've seen, I agree totally. I'm with you. Their offensive execution and play design, I've been incredibly impressed. Uh, Defensive discipline really strong. So, uh, they're doing the right things. And D- coach prime and his staff are definitely reaching the players. Yeah, And to me, that's no what a coach's first job is, is to make sure you're reaching the guys, re- reaching the players.
1: And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've always been interested because you, you did such a good job of, of having your finger on the pulse of, of the players. And, and as, you know, as bristly as you would be towards us in the media at times, and, and you weren't, you know, by any means. But when I saw you around your players, there was a love and ad, ad, you know admiration and a trust that was very unique. And, and the more that I do this, the more that I realize all different personality types can succeed as a coach. They really can. And a lot of different styles can succeed in coaching. But there are some constants. Number one is your players have to trust you. And, and in order for them to trust you, you have to love them, number one. And, and third, put them in the best position to succeed. And they've got to trust that you're doing that. You did that marvelously throughout your entire career. And I think that's what Dion is doing. Again, right. different style, but his, his team trusts him. And the coaches are putting them in position to succeed. And when that happens it becomes cyclical and like more trust is built more belief is
0: built and then you generally play over your talent level i i agree totally when you genuinely care about your players they know it and and obviously and then they show it in the way they perform compete and the how much they care when they're on the field and you can bet uh you could tell with coach prime and his staff they're reaching their players and they're playing well for them but we gotta let you get to the airport. Really appreciate you joining me, Joel, yeah, in my my new endeavor right here.
1: It's this and, is amazing. Being interviewed yeah. by Coach Stoops, I never, <laughs> I never thought this is bucket list.
0: Tell Tell Gus,
1: I said hello too. I will. I will. Appreciate you're the you absolute know. best, Thank man. You. I loved working with you. I loved covering your teams. You are the absolute best. I we I, were
0: together with Fox there for I had one year going. You're on how many now? A bunch. Oh
1: shoot, man, this is my ninth year with Gus. So
0: good. Well, good luck to you guys and appreciate you joining us.
1: You got it. See you, bud.